here it is. Here's another one of my little, you know, meme quotes, if you put it, but like, this is one of my basic ideas is that, um, however you view your past will color your view of the future. And so what that means is, is that if you regard your past with anger, fear, resentment, and, and hatred, and all this, you know, uh, negative emotion about things that happened in your past, then when you turn around and look at the future, you will naturally make the assumption that your future is going to be full of negativity, anger, hatred, and resentment. Um, and so what, uh, one of my fundamental core beliefs is the more grateful you can become with your present, or sorry, with your past, the more grateful you can become for your past, the greater faith you will have in the future. So it is not that by having faith, the universe will start taking care of you. It's already taking care of you. Right now, it's taking care of you, and it's giving you whatever you need in the moment to experience whatever you need. We did not come here to be bored. You know, Jim Rohn used to say, if you bought a book and the first chapter was boring, you know, everything's going to be okay, you might read the second chapter. But man, if everything was still okay by the end of the second chapter, you're not going to finish that book. Well, you didn't come here into this life for everything to be okay all the time. You didn't. You came into the life for drama and experience and love and heartbreak and, 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 and disappointment and elation, all of it. I don't even think you could taste elation if you didn't have disappointment. I don't think you'd ever appreciate it. Yes. And so what I take a look at is I'm saying, all right, the more grateful I can become for my past. If I can get to a place where I am quite literally grateful for everything that's ever happened to me, everything I've done or not done, if I can get to that plane of absolute gratitude for my past, then when I turn around and I look to my future, I'm going to go, well, that doesn't look very nice, but I'll be grateful for it one day. And, and I'll give you the most perfect example of this is that in August of this year, my wife and I arrive home and, and, and the driver that we hired to, to get us back to the house, we stopped off at the grocery store to pick up groceries. We hadn't been home in six months. We had almost everything we owned with us because we'd been on tour for so long, traveling all over the world, working with people all over the world. And all of a sudden we get home and while we're in shopping, the guy, the driver who we knew, um, you know, had some kind of weird family problem, I suppose. And he arranged to have everything we owned stolen, everything laptops. I had just spent um, a week with the Hadza Bushman with original photography, with questions that I'd collected from, I had questions in from John Gray and Tony Robbins and all these cool people that sent me questions to ask the Bushman. And I'd done all these interviews on tape, all the video gone, all my, I, I, I just spent, uh, I just been with the, the chimpanzees of Mahale and Greystoke, wild chimpanzees, all these photos gone because it, it, there was just too much data to dump to the cloud from Africa. So all these things are gone. Laptops gone, passports gone, money gone, clothing gone, jewelry gone, all gone. So how do you feel? Anger, resentful? I did. I looked in the back of the truck and I felt absolutely terrible. I was so full of anger and resentment. And then I stopped for a second and I said, wait a minute now. How does anger or resentment help me at the moment? If the guys were here right now, anger could be helpful, right? You know, adrenaline, anger, go beat somebody up, get my stuff back. But they're gone. So now there's no point. And my poor wife's over here crying, upset, inconsolable. And in that moment, I said to myself, but you know, Eric, everything that's ever happened to you in the past, everything that you've ever regarded as an absolute calamity. I, I had an employer completely scam me so badly once that I had to quit my job. We're living in a foreign country and I thought it was the most terrible thing in the world. Ended up being the greatest gift. When I was 18 years old, somebody lit me on fire. I had to have my arm rebuilt from skin they took from my legs. I am so grateful that that happened. So if I can be grateful of those things, maybe one day I'm going to look back on this empty van and I'm going to be grateful that all the stuff was stolen. And then my mind said, no, no, you're not. And I said, no, maybe I am. But if I was going to be, why might it be? And I thought I couldn't think of something. And I was like, no, no, but just think of one thing. What could, what could you one day be grateful about this event? And I said, you know, I can think of one thing. Neither my wife nor me has a laptop and it'll take two weeks to get replacement laptops because we use the super macked out Macs and I got to fly to New York to go get one because we live in the Caribbean. 
I have two weeks without a laptop. You know what? That's going to be really good for our relationship. We're going to hang out, go for more walks on the beach than we usually do. Nice dinners out. We'll cook more because we don't have our computers to distract us and, you know, be working all the time. I thought, you know, actually, that's going to be pretty cool. Plus, we'll get to do a lot more kiteboarding than we usually do because I have all this work to do and now I can't do it. And then also, my wife hasn't, you know, her Mac is like three years old. She won't let me buy a new one for her. But And I'm her IT director, right? So I have to fix everything. <laughs> so now I get to buy her new Mac. And, and I started looking at all this stuff. And then finally, I had this big realization that, holy crap, if this happened to us five years ago, it would have been heartbreaking because we had put a lot of money into a company we bought. And we were in deep financial trouble. And if we lost $40,000 worth of stuff, passports and everything, back then, it would have been soul destroying. And I'm like, thank God it happened now. And by the end of this whole conversation, I started going, I'm going to get to buy my wife all new clothes. That's going to be great. I'm going to buy myself a new Mac. I got this going on. We're going to go kiteboarding all week. I started going, this is wicked. <laughs> thought, you know what? I've been wanting to live without a cell phone. I've been wanting to experiment about life without a cell phone for ages, but I've never had this one. Now my phone is gone and I'm not buying a new one. Awesome. By the way, I lived for six and a half months without a mobile phone after that. Six and a half months, no mobile phone. I wrote an 80,000 word fiction book with no effort. With, with, uh, I got more done in the following six months after all our stuff got stolen than I got done in the previous two years. And, and I got a glimpse of that as I was looking into the back of the van. And so I turned to my wife and I said to her, everything's going to be okay. And she says, what do you mean everything's going to be okay? All our stuff is gone. And I said, let me just tell you right now with confidence, with certainty, I can tell you. Everything is going to be okay. You and I are about to have the funnest two weeks we've had in a whole long time. I promise. And she stopped crying. And she started to feel better. And then we had the best two weeks you could imagine. And then I wrote a book. And then I got more work done than I could imagine. And we're having the most incredible year in our business because I had six months of completely different perspective. 